You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's 666 Park Avenue After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424. 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's 666 Park Avenue After Show. What's up, everybody? Bing is for doing, and we're doing it here live at the AfterBuzz Studios. You're watching 666 Park Avenue, Episode 5. A crowd of demons, which is very appropriate because it's Halloween week. And if you're wondering why I look so crazy, it's because I dressed up for Halloween as a zombie killer for a previous show that I did here for After Buzz um, for Walking Dead. But I am Daryl Kristen, and I'm joined by Michelle Gracie and JJ Jurgens. Wow. The best company anybody could possibly have. All right, guys. So I actually thought tonight's episode was probably one of the best episodes that they've given us for 666. So let's start right at the top. We have uh, Peter, Mr. Peter Kramer, at the beginning of the episode, who we see on the elevator having a conversation with another guy who I don't think they gave his name, actually. Um, But he mentions that he is... They're having a conversation about blood on their hands and some, it seems to be some shenanigans, some evil shenanigans that are going on. We see Peter go into his house or his apartment in the building and he's talking to his wife. He said he has a long day. He has a little daughter who was very interesting because we've seen this little girl in the previous episode. She's been the one who's been communicating with Jane and we couldn't really understand their relation as of yet. Um, But we realized that that's his daughter. And we also see that Peter has some disturbing things that takes place after that. He goes in, he grabs a hammer, he proceeds to hit his wife and the little girl runs underneath the bed. When she runs underneath the bed, we see that Peter actually, the mom falls down with blood, blood on the ground and Peter's looking for his daughter. And one thing that I noticed is that last week at the end of the episode, Jane opened up the suitcase, which the little girl kept, kept telling her not to open up the suitcase, mm-hmm. not to let out the, the thing that was in the suitcase. And it was actually that black smoke and it was Peter. Mm-hmm. So what did you guys think of that opening tonight? I mean, we obviously got a little bit more of who Peter was um, coming out of that suitcase. Were you expecting that? What, what did you guys think? JJ, I'm going to defer to you. Uh, no, I, I wasn't expecting. I thought um, I just I, I'm with you. Where I thought this was a really good episode. I thought there was so many different like turns and twists that I didn't see coming this time that yeah. uh, kind of really sucked me in. And, and you're actually who reminded me that that guy came out of the black dust yeah. from from last time. Um, but I think we have all talked about now since the little girl got the necklace from her mom um, and then said, keep it in the family. So I think we're all kind of guessing now that the little girl that we thought maybe was, you know, somebody else now could be 
Jane's grandma. Now, I, when you said that, I, I hadn't done the math, but that makes a lot of sense. It, it could be that that's the reveal because we see her give Jane the necklace tonight mm-hmm. and that necklace subject obviously keeps coming up so um, hopefully we'll find out in the next couple of episodes what exactly that relation is with those two but it does make sense that it could be the grandmother at a young age mm-hmm. um, so within that we see that Peter has Peter seems to be going after Jane a lot during this particular episode his choice is obviously a, a hammer um, Towards the end, we see him actually go in and and trying. Well, to start over, there's a big Halloween gala that Olivia and Gavin are throwing at the apartment building. So there's all these different things that are going on within this apartment building, which we'll get into a little bit later. But we also see that later on, Peter is actually Jane sees Peter in the elevator, sort of recognizes him, but can't really figure out how she recognizes him at first. And later on, you you realize that he's after her. She's running around in different department different components of the apartment building and he's chasing her with the axe towards the end he goes after her he goes to hit her with the axe, or with the hammer and actually hits the wall and a flock of birds fly mm-hmm. out which we'll get into a little bit later so this do, we do, what do you think the story is of why he's actually why he's trying to kill her i was trying to figure that out um this is one of those Times where, like, I love this episode, and it was, and many, many parts of it were great. But, like, and I believe in afterlife and before and after and spirits and everything. But it was so confusing to me watching it because it's like, so he's real or he's a spirit or he's a ghost or he's real, and then he's like killing a real guy, but then the real guy gets like sucked into the floor. I don't yeah. know. It kind they kind of mm-hmm. lost me a little bit this episode. Yeah. Well, and he was also saying he and I didn't write this one down but he was telling her that he's going to help her gonna and help like her. Yeah. in heaven like she'd be better off in heaven so I'm not sure what his whole what he, he did he clearly was on a mission yeah and thinks that yeah that he has to finish what he he started so right it's weird yeah, yeah and you, you, I actually did forget the bring that point out when he is chasing jane in the apartment building there's a guy that jane runs into who has a mask like a mask like another guy who's at the costume party and out of nowhere peter stabs this guy in the back and mm-hmm. we later see this guy disappear on the floor right um, which is really weird but yeah. he had to be real because she asked him for a cell phone and he gave her a working, a cell, working phone, cell phone which she did call the police with so yeah. it's kind of very confusing real not yeah. real i think they're i think they were real i think it was another case of like when we watched was it episode one or two where the guy gets sucked into the wall? Yeah. Right. So I think, think it was another, you know, example of that. Right. But. And with the revelation of the birds <laughs> I mean, coming out. Yeah, it clearly makes sense. Clearly that makes sense. <laughs> but with the with the birds, we had this conversation a couple weeks back with the episode because the birds, once again, like we said, reappeared in this episode. They seem to be helping Jane, this particular mm-hmm. time where when we were speaking a couple of weeks back, I personally thought that they were evil birds. Um, I believe that they evil had it. Birds. Evil birds. Uh, yeah. I thought you were going to give me a cool sound effect. That's Steven in the <laughs> engineering room. Um, that was a nice That's one. all I got. That's all you got. I like that. That was good. Um, but they seem to be helping Jane tonight. Yeah. So. And, and I agreed with you that last time because we watched them, you know, swarm around um, – uh, the the penthouse the, 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 the last time yeah. yeah and it looked like they were very evil and then this time it looked like they were helping her good birds helping her I know <laughs> yeah. I was confused by that too because it's like which one are they good or bad yeah. or they just decide to flip a coin this day and you know yeah because that we I thought that Gavin was kind of controlling them but clearly he's not 
in at least in not in this episode. Yeah. Um, so we have you know the Peter character. Um, we see that towards the end he kind of. Um, is after Jane, we figure out, you know, they give a little bit more information about him. Obviously, we find out that he's the little girl's father, and everything is a sense of reality, but doesn't seem like a reality. We, I guess we still sort of haven't figured that out. Um, in this episode, we also have Jane and Henry at the top, where Henry is at the what seems to be like the local New York news, and he's being interviewed by a by the team there um, because he had stopped the gunman in the previous episode at the at the parties. Uh, they have a lot of parties in this apartment yeah, building as well. Um, so he's socialites. being socialites. That's what happens in New York City: the socialites. So he's being interviewed, um, and. And Jane joins him on the interview, and she is waiting kind of in the background behind the cameras. The interviewee, the reporter, uh, she is talking about his – she knows that he doesn't have a ring on his finger and how he's an eligible bachelor. And at the end of the the interview, he reveals that he does have a girlfriend, and she kind of tells him, you know, hey, you should probably keep that to yourself, you know, as as – as a man in this city, I'm sure there will be plenty of people who are, are going after you. And it's better. She said, I think she said it's better for the story for his lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So we get in that within that scene, we also get the introduction of Laurel Harris, the young PR media maven. I noticed that you guys did not like the fact that she appeared so young. Yes. Yeah. You, you didn't believe She's that a- she. Yeah, she's yeah. a media consultant. It's like you look like you're 18 years old, poor casting, absolutely very poor casting. I don't yeah. believe that you have the experience or the knowledge and are that knowledgeable that you're going to be a media consultant. Yeah, we both agreed with that, that one. That was the first, like, I've loved their casting this whole time. But, yeah, I, I don't know. She just – I was thinking it, and then you said it, and I was like, yeah, it just does. It's not clicking for me on that one. That was she a just, favor to the so... director or somebody. <laughs> I don't know. But what about all the young PR girls? You know, I mean, she kind of fit into that mode. Uh, It it just there wasn't there was something not real about it. There was just I don't know. No. Consultants usually have like, you know, 15 years under their belt. She looks like she's fresh out of college, 24 years old. Uh, A media intern, perhaps, (laughs) at the PR consulting firm. Yeah. I also think it's interesting how everybody seems to think they can continue to continue to tell him about talk about his personal life. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's been brought up in a few episodes now. Yeah. People telling him basically, you know, <laughs> to enjoy his single life and kind of disregarding Jane a lot. Well, it seemed tonight that Laurel kind of got a little bit more out of Henry that alluded that it's actually Jane who doesn't want to get yeah. married per se. Um, so. Um, it's interesting and we'll see how their relationship kind of prospers in the next couple of weeks because it seems that a lot of people are after this Henry guy, you know, mm-hmm. love, people love Henry. Um, we also had in this episode, Luis and Brian speaking of relationships. So Luis, we, we open on the scene where Luis is on the couch <laughs> in her bras and she's sitting there with Dr. With Dr. Scott and Brian opens the door, and to his surprise, she's laying there, and he seems to be getting a massage or something <laughs> yeah, from getting her, her ribs her, checked. Her, her ribs yeah. checked from Doctor Scott. Um, Brian's not too happy about that. Uh, Louise, you know, sort of seemed a little clueless to the fact that maybe there might be something wrong. Yeah. By this doctor sitting there, <laughs> and Brian kind of catches her in a little bit of a lie because she, I think, she said that she had met the doctor. 
re- on, more, the on the elevator, mm-hmm. but then it kind of came out that she had seen him several times before that, so that didn't sit too well with Brian. Um, so what did you guys think of uh, Dr. Scott and his addition to the show tonight? I mean, it was, a, it was just really funny, you know, the whole, like, okay, so uh, it's alluding to them having an affair when really, you know, she has a drug problem, right? right. But, I mean, it was just so silly. The writing right now, I feel like, is a little bit silly. Like, the whole, like, <laughs> what doctor, a good-looking doctor in New York is really going to go to a woman's apartment and examine her? Right. Usually, he wants a nurse or an assistant with him unless he wants a lawsuit. So it just is like, oh, yeah, let me come check out and feel up your stomach. Right. And what guy is going to be calm when he walks in and yeah, it's like no that. His, yeah, yeah, his wife is on the couch with, you know, no. It was so silly. Well, I also felt that the the drug addiction kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. I mean, I was, you know, they they just kind of jumped right into that storyline, I felt like. Well, because we didn't see them at all last week. Right. Like, anything. And anything, all of a sudden, yeah. yeah. And even before that, when she was in the hospital, it just, I mean, I guess, sure, I guess it could be realistic that once she got out, she still had this encrypt and, like, serious pain and she yeah. needed to... Start. That's how she got addicted to it. But it just seemed like that storyline kind of came out mm-hmm. of nowhere to me. Didn't really. They didn't really justify it. It didn't really justify yeah. the scene. Yeah. But I did enjoy somewhat of of uh, the. Alexis role within that tonight because <laughs> mm-hmm. we see uh, kind of pick, jumping into the Alexis part with the relationship with Brian and Luis but Luis um, is talking to Brian she apologizes basically for her misconduct and her moves that she had pretty much put on him mm-hmm. and you know he says he says what he says uh, basically saying that he was okay kind of moving forward with everything you know no hard feelings and she was pretty deceiving in this episode yeah. i mean she caused a lot of the the hecticness that happened so we see her later on at the party the halloween party that gavin and olivia are throwing and we see that she has um well louise has an idea to set her up with the doctor mm-hmm. alexis up with the doctor so what I thought, I thought, hey, this is great. They're going to have a little relationship. This is, it was throwing me off a little bit because I was like, isn't Alexis supposed to be so evil? But then she mm-hmm. seemed to be into the doctor. But we see her take his cell phone. Uh, later on, she uses the cell phone to leave a fake message on um, Luis's phone, correct? Was it Luis's yeah. phone from the doctor saying, meet me upstairs? Brian sees Luis and the doctor go on the elevator because they're actually going to try and get her more medication because when she when Luis is at the party she's complaining about her still having pain. Mm-hmm. They get on the elevator. The we'll talk about it a little bit later, but there's a masked man who comes in, take and and, and takes the electric the electricity goes out in the elevator but because of the masked man. And we see that Brian later on is looking for Luis and finds the phone. A little bit of drama there because of the fact that he thinks that the doctor has left this message for Luis. Dex her or Dex the doctor, uh, and and the drama continues. What did you guys think of that particular reaction from Brian with the doctor and the Luis and Alexis role within that entire situation? How do you guys like her? Do you guys like her, first of all? Oh, I hate Alexis. She's the worst. Um, And Louise is pretty bad, too, because she's letting all this go down right under her nose, and she doesn't even know it. Or she's kind of just, like, inviting it, I guess maybe because their Mm -hmm. relationship is so mediocre at this point. But, um, 
I don't know. What do you think, JJ? Yeah, no, I agree. I, I mean, I knew when Alexis was apologizing at the beginning that, no, there's no way she was going to go from being so slutty and, you know, evil. <laughs> right, to right. Like, oh, snap. Oh, oh, snap. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I knew she was going to do something tonight. Um, but, yeah, but I'm with you. I'm not a big fan of Luis's either. Like, she's she's not a good wife, and she she's pretty... I think self-absorbed. Yeah, superficial. Yeah, yeah. So, so in because of that, I actually don't mind Alexis like stirring up trouble just to kind of see you know what what, what happens and what. Yeah, I did appreciate that Alexis showed up in the naughty nurse outfit. I just have to throw that in. I must (laughs) say that for all my fellows who are watching the show, (laughs) Alexis looked damn good. (laughs) She looks a little bit like Nicole Kidman sometimes when I look at her face. She's like Nicole Nicole Kidman Kidman. meets a playmate kind of. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I know I. I think I read that she's Swedish, so I definitely see the mm. Swedish, that supermodel Swedish yeah. kind of look from her. Oh, she stinks yeah. of oh, yeah. too, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> I will give you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then we also have Gavin and Olivia. We had an interesting kind of twist tonight. Um, at, sort of at the beginning of the episode, Gavin and Olivia are out. I think they're preparing for – they're out in the city preparing for the – the party, maybe doing a little shopping. Gavin gets a mysterious phone call um, where he is basically threatened. Um, he gets, well, he actually has a text message, right? Mm-hmm. He gets three text messages um, and it is basically revealed that he mm-hmm. is is being watched by someone. Um, that car yeah, came flying he said, out of um, You're going to pay for everything you've done. Just thought I'd introduce myself. Next time I won't miss. Next what time a twist. Miss. What a twist. Yeah. And you know, and then Olivia standing there, and as you mentioned, Michelle, she almost gets sideswiped by this big black suburb suburban truck thing right. going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's then the text says, like you said, JJ, that next time I won't miss. Now the funny thing is, Gavin to me has always seemed evil, but tonight in this particular episode, he seemed more human like mm-hmm. to me, like a normal kind of guy. What did you guys think? Vulnerable. He, yeah, yeah, we saw more of a vulnerable side from him. The best the best villains are the ones that can actually, actors who can actually get the audience to feel some kind of compassion for them. And he is doing a great job of that. Yeah, I agree. He has a, he has a dynamic way of like kind of showing both sides mm-hmm. of things. You, would you, yeah, sorry, it was nice to see it. And it just, I mean, I just want to know who this guy is. Yeah, I mean, do you have any idea who you think this guy is? Well, so I I have one guess, but so okay, so then within I'll answer that question. (laughs) But within the episode, we see you know he gets he has a box in his safe, Mm -hmm. and we see that the safe has been someone the gas the gas Gas guy guy. robbed Mm -hmm. the safe and took out a couple items from the safe, and later on the gas guy is uh, Olivia. Olivia invites some of her friends up to the the room it was peter's was it peter's room yeah it's it originally peter's, peter's apartment it was originally P- peter's apartment and peter of course once again is is uh the guy who killed his family i'll call him smoke man um peter uh-huh. kramer um and olivia invites them up and tells this like spooky story about how you know this is the room where he killed his family and one of the friends actually i think she left because she was mm-hmm. a little nervous and the other friend walked in and olivia basically says you can only you know you probably will only be able to stay in this room for five minutes and 
you know, I'll give you a spa. I'll package. give you a spa package or something, or something yeah. like that. And as the friends in there, Olivia's standing there, and we see this image of a man or shadow or something behind her, and it's I'm going to call him Gas Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, she turns around and is sprayed with something. And later on, she is laying on their terrace and we find Gavin find we see that Gavin's looking for her he's very concerned because of obviously the messages he's been getting and been been getting threatened throughout the party Um, so he decides to go look for her he knew that something was going on with the lights going out he's very concerned about Olivia he finds her on a terrace she's passed out but she kind of wakes up like it was like sleeping beauty to me almost Hmm. she wakes up and she doesn't remember a thing so to, to answer your question I thought it was the gas I'm going to call him Gas Man, Gas Face Man. I thought that he was the one who was behind possibly the text and the um, the phone call. But I'm not sure who that is quite yet. Yeah, I think that whoever that character is is definitely behind the car trying to sideswipe mm-hmm. Olivia and is the same person as, you know, who kind of, I guess, sprayed some kind of chloroform in her face and, yeah. and drug her to a different room. We got a little sound effect going on. That almost sounds like a little stripper music. We got Steven in the booth tonight, and he is the man with the magic hand for music. I mean, he knows how to lay down some tracks for us. <laughs> I feel like I should be like, shaboing, boing, boing. You know, take off this light. Oh, there you go. All right. <laughs> Um, nice. nice. So yes. Yeah, so we have Olivia and 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 Gavin in there in this interesting episode tonight. Of find it, it seems it seems like this is something that we hadn't expected to see from those two. Um, P.S. You know the story is so choppy. They just leave this woman in the room, Olivia's friend. Yeah, right? I was. And I never, was gonna, they never, yeah, they never touch her. on what happened to her. Was she there? Did she get out? Did she get killed? Did the floor eat her? Because then later, doesn't doesn't Jane go back to that room at some point and like go in there? I felt like that I happened, Jane, and nobody was in there, so it's kind of weird. I don't, I don't remember. I think Jane did go back in the room a little bit later. It does seem like that. Yeah, you're right. Later she in the episode, yeah, we never, she did. We never And see Peter what came happened. after her, and somehow she gets out of there. But it's just like, so <laughs> we wrote this woman in, and we just leave the whole audience hanging. Yeah, it's really weird. Bizarre. It's actually really weird. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, the myster- yeah. mystery friend who disappeared. Well, guys, speaking of, of mystery, <laughs> if you... <laughs> If you have missed any episodes of 666, you can go to iTunes and download previous mystery-filled episodes that we have recapped for you. Um, We definitely always look at the comments, so please comment and rate. We definitely pay attention to all of that. Um, It it helps us to build a better show. We actually have over 50 different shows that you can also download outside of 666 Park Avenue. We have Dexter. We have Scandal. We have uh, Walking Dead. Um, Michelle, what are you working on a couple of um, Married to Jonas, and Married, it was the, the finale. Married to Jonas. If mm-hmm. you missed the finale, you can go back and download it and, and check it out. So please definitely go in there, rate us, and let us know, and keep us in that top 10. You're keeping yeah. 666 Park Avenue in the top 10 for iTunes downloads. So thank Yay. you for that. All right. So let's go back now to Tony the Doorman. All right. So Tony... He played a little bit more role tonight in 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 helping out Gavin. 
Um, I wasn't sure if I at first liked Tony. I mean, the first couple episodes I did, but then it kind of seemed like I, I didn't see the mm-hmm. point of his character after a while. But tonight we see that he's actually helping Gavin uh, in, in different forms. Gavin finds him actually uh, in a noose hanging at, during the party. Um, and he's helps him get off the noose because he's being strangled. And we find out that, um, that um, Gavin actually noticed that the box had been stolen from his safe with and when he goes back into the box he sees that the gas face is back in the box correct it was wasn't the gas face back in the box at the end when he after he after he saves tony from being hung I feel like the gas face guy left that gas mask behind as like a yeah, little to- memory of him or to say I have you. your yeah. Oh, here, I have here. your box. I have I've your been box. here. Yeah. Been here, done this, yeah. sorta. So yeah, so we see kind of like that that reveal. Um, what did you guys think of what do you guys think of Tony, first of all? Like do you like his character? I'm with you before, like I was like, eh, I don't know, and he just seemed kind of angry and, you know, didn't do do a whole lot. Um so tonight it was interesting to see him play a bigger part and actually um I really wasn't sure. You know, if he was on Gavin's side, whose high, side whose he side was on, because he kind of seemed, you know, out for himself for so many of those episodes. But so it was interesting to see him so loyal to Gavin tonight. Yeah. This episode. I really yeah. like Tony the doorman. Every building needs a good doorman. And they're Everybody on no one's side. They just kind of like hide the truth, hang out. They know everything. They, they're the doorman. He is, yeah, he is definitely <laughs> probably pulling, has a lot of information that hopefully we'll see in the upcoming episodes. I just was Good on actor. the fence. He is a great actor. I just mm-hmm. was on the fence about where they were going to take his character because he clearly is not going to be the building manager as we, as he wanted to be at the mm-hmm. beginning of the, when the episode started first, you know, first couple episodes, Jane's taking that over. So I wasn't sure where they were going to go with his particular character, but we'll see. All right. So. Let's go. I want to go back a little bit to the birds. Okay, so we we touched upon this a little bit earlier. Um, we we see that the, we we're not we haven't figured out if the birds are good or bad. But this is my thing. Do you think that the birds are actually controlled at all by Gavin, or if they're strictly just on their own will of of helping out Jane? I feel now I feel like they're on their own. I feel like they're kind of like the part of of the building, kind of like how the building was eating people, you know, through the floor, through the walls. Like I don't I don't feel like that is all controlled by Gavin. I feel like it's separate from him for some reason. What about you, Michelle? I feel like the writer writes them however he wants. That he's not, <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's not formulaic about the birds. And so I think it could be either way depending upon the week. Well, that's probably true. Yeah, I just I, – I, I like the aspect of the birds. It's funny because I was just watching this uh, – I was watching Alf, um, the Hitchcock movie, The Birds. So – I have the birds on my mind. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you were going to give me some music for that. Well, I, I, I got something that was a little late on, but uh, talking about the doorman. Yeah. You're a doorman, okay? You're a doorman. 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 <laughs> what is that from? Oh, uh, that is from uh, Knocked Up. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> okay. That's hilarious. Once again, that's Steven. <laughs> now, that, that, but we, we were talking about the birds. When I saw the, the movie The Birds, I just, I don't feel like they're 
depicted as totally evil. So I just want to, I, what I really would like to find out is if Gavin has any control over those, those birds at all. Um, also, with the mass man, um, we were talking about how he kind of, we think that he might be the person who's behind some of these things that went on with Gavin this episode. What do you guys think actually is the reason that he's going after Gavin? What do you think that they, he has on Gavin? Because I'm trying to figure that out, too. Like, what do you guys think? I think it has something to do with the building. Maybe that building was going to be his or the fortune was, you know, close to being his and a deal. And somehow Gavin did something to shift it more to his win. Probably not, you know, a righteous right way where he outbid someone, but probably by some evil way. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm trying to process this one too. I I I need more time to come up with what uh, I don't know. It's like he clearly, I think, is on to him and what he his manipulations of people. Yeah. Um, But I'm just not sure yet. Who you know? Yeah, it's like I mean, I definitely I can't wait to find that out. Um, It's he has something serious on Gavin because Gavin. This is the first time I've actually seen Gavin nervous. and I did, like I was mentioning, I did like the relationship between Gavin and Olivia this particular time. I'm still waiting to see if they depict Olivia a little bit more evil because they have not done yet. Done that yet. I mean, she's definitely clearly helping him with several things, but we haven't really seen her evil, evil side. I know mm-hmm. that um, Vanessa Williams had, when she was at the New York Comic Con, she had mentioned that we're going to start to see a little bit more about her character and the the definition of where her character is going to go. And I definitely feel like, you know, we are, even with tonight's episode, even with her being kind of a little bit more of the focal point, we're going to see that. But I, w- I would like to see her get a little bit more evil and, and find out if she's as sinister as her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, with the necklace, that seemed to appear a lot tonight as well. Uh, the little girl obviously gave Jane, as we mentioned earlier, the necklace. And then we saw last week, uh, Nora had the necklace as well, has a necklace as well. What do you think that tie-in is between the necklace and 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 the building? Well, I still think the necklace was it was given to her from her grandma. So now, after watching this this episode, I do think that her, I think the little girl is her grandma. So I think that her her the grandma watched her mom get killed in that building. And don't, now Jane is in that building. Don't you so. think that she would know her grandmother's last name or maiden name? Yeah, I know my grandmother's true. maiden name. Yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, I still yeah, thought. That's a good point. I, you know, I, and I, I had still thought that possibly the little girl was Gavin's and, and Olivia's daughter, but now mm-hmm. I don't think so much. So, uh, but when you said that it could be the grandmother, I thought that, that might make sense. I thought it might make sense too. It was just something I just thought. But you of. are right with the names. You would know. Probably, yeah. right? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. We well, will see. We will see. <laughs> we will definitely see. Well, what about um, what about we go to some news and gossip really quickly? Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Waiting I know, I was waiting it. for that news. Okay. So what I have here is that we have some ratings information. Once I find it, here we go. All right. So we see that... Uh, 666 actually has done really well uh, in the in the last couple weeks. They went up to hold on one second. They went up to 4.8 million viewers. 
<laughs> that's pretty good. That's by TV by numbers. So we they seem to be growing each week. Um, I know that ABC has also ordered two new additional episodes. Oh, that's so good. Good that's, news. That's good for them. I know they originally ordered 12, and so that would make it obviously 14. So, I mean, that's... That's going to be a pretty good mm-hmm. season for that. I think either they ordered 12 or 10, one of those two. But they ordered two additional more episodes for the season. Um, Mercedes Mazon, who plays Luis, she was recently interviewed about her character. And she said, when they asked her what could she tease about the upcoming 666 Park Avenue episode, she said, you're definitely going to learn a lot about all the characters past. You'll start seeing a lot of relationships challenged, and I'm not just talking about Luis and Brian, quote, there's Jane and Henry in a little bit of turmoil, as well as Olivia and Gavin. She said, yeah, that's a real She said, everybody is going to be sort of pushed to, to their brink to see how strong their relationships are. She said, on top of that, there's going to be a surprise that happens, so we've been teased. She said she doesn't know what what information that is. She said, let's just say that something's going to happen to the Doran, Durans that's going to throw them both completely off. And we don't learn this until the episode nine. So, mm, mm. wow. Interesting. She said she remembers reading it and gasping when she did find out the reveal. <laughs> so, I mean, that that seems to be pretty interesting. So we'll find out a little bit more in episode nine. I also have some information on, you had given me information, JJ, last week about the building. Mm -hmm. And I found out a little bit more um, about the apartment building for 666. The building that is standing in for 666 in the Upper West Side um, is a building that actually uh, has had several stars stayed there. Uh, They said Bette Miller got her start with Barry Manilow. In, at, at this building. Um, then they also said that it used to be a legendary swingers club, the Plateau Retreat. So hmm. it said long ago, it was the home of legendary Yankee Babe Ruth, who was, who was known to walk down to the barbershop on the first floor wearing nothing but his bathrobe. <laughs> that's scary. <laughs> that's way too much information. Um, and that's news and gossip. But I also, within this, I want to give a couple shout outs to, as we mentioned, to please go rate for iTunes, um, because we do pay attention to everything. We want to give a couple of shout outs to people who have gone and, and done that for us. Uh, Eddie McGee, um, thank you for your comments. We definitely appreciate it. And um, you mentioned Sophia in this, actually, how you loved her input as well. Sophia is not with us tonight. Sophia couldn't make it, but she'll definitely be back for the next episode. So, but I'm sure she really appreciates your comments. Uh, Sarah Lynn, Thank you very much as well. I, I know you said you listen to us every Monday morning at your job while you're, you're trying to get through the day. Yay. So I'm glad that our voices are helping you yeah. get through your Monday. So we appreciate your comment. And then we also have Pandora67. Um, thank you very much as well for your comments. Um, and, and you gave some great viewpoints as well that you had commented back on some of the things that we talk about. So we appreciate everything that you have to say. Um, we have Rael77. Thank you very much for your comments. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to comment and rate for us. And then we have V.I. Bunn, uh, who said that 
he enjoys our theories and we give great insight. So, hey, listen, you should call in to us sometime yeah. to give, give us your viewpoints and your yeah, theories as well. In. We definitely want to encourage that. And last but not least, we have Slim BB, um, who says that they really enjoy our discussion. Um, and we're not, they said the one thing they like about us is that we're not a stuffy group. And let me tell you something, Slim BB, we are definitely not stuffy <laughs> up in here. So thank you for that. And please continue to rate and comment. So let's go to some predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Let's see. My prediction is that I don't even know where to start, but I'm going to yeah. I'm going to go and say that in the next episode, we're going to find out who Gavin and Olivia's daughter might be. I think we're going to within the next couple of episodes, I think they're going to use that as a focal point because we haven't really seen anything about her since the last two episodes. So I think that that's going to be a new focus for for that. What do you guys think for predictions? JJ? Oh, this is a hard one for me this week. Uh, um, I mean, an obvious one. I mean, I definitely think Henry's going to, you know, want to be mayor and go for yeah, a higher office. That's, I think that's definitely coming. But um, I don't know. I guess I'm really, I'm intrigued. I'm, I'm stuck on that box. Like, I want to know what's in that box. Um so I, I don't have good predictions this week. I just, uh, I, I got to process the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the what too you? young to be media consultant, I feel like, is soon to throw herself at Henry. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a good that's one. That's coming. Yeah. That's, that's a good definitely one. coming. I can see that. Yeah. Well, like she said, he yeah. is an eligible bachelor in New York City. So, well, cool. Where, where can everybody be found? Okay, Stephen, <laughs> where can everybody be found? <laughs> hey, guys, you can check out my blog at MissManizer.com. And I am at uh, Twitter on J- at JJ Jurgens or uh, JJJurgens.com. I'm Dario Kristen. You can find me at D-E-R-R-I-A-L, last name C-H-R-I-S-T-O-N, on Facebook and Twitter. You have watched episode five recap for 666 Park Avenue, a crowd of demons, which is very appropriate (laughs) for the week of Halloween. Please be sure to listen to us next week because I know it's going to be another episode that's going to be exciting and a little bit more reveals. Thank you, guys, and uh, we'll see you then. Thank you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 